Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Now, in the lead-up to Terminator Dark Fate, the real Terminator 3, last time we talked about the real Terminator 3, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. But this week, we're talking about the real Terminator 3, Terminator 2 3D. (laughs) Oh, the real Terminator 3. The real Terminator 3, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, this is... uh, a thing that was made. This is news to me. <laughs> this is, in essence, Terminator 2 pantomime. Yes, absolutely it is, is. Is what it is. Would you also say that this is the point in the video where people leave a like? Yeah. Oh, wonderful. It's like YouTube pantomime. <laughs> leave a like. It's in front of you. Press the thumbs up. There's a bell icon. Ring the bell. <laughs> Anyways, this is a Universal Studios ride. You did a bit of travelling around the time that this was still a thing that was existing in the world. If you say so. Did you ever see it in the wild? No. Yeah. Where did they put it? Uh, it was in the US. It was in Japan. A fraction of it came to Australia, which I saw what? 20 years ago. You've been holding on to this <laughs> Deep, dark secret for a long time. I'll talk about it at the end. Okay, but this is... It's referred to as a mini-sequel. This astounds me Mm. that James Cameron signed off on this and, in fact, directed it? Yes, correct. It astounds me that Arnold Schwarzenegger, Edward Furlong, Linda Hamilton and Robert Patrick are all in it. Reunites! Yeah. Robert Patrick even said he's run more in this than he did in the movie Terminator 2. Look... Credit to Cameron for bringing them all back when they could have just gotten a random dude in a police motorcycle helmet and sunglasses to to do it. Well, funny you say that because this is a combination of a 3D movie and a live-action stunt show. Experience. Correct. Like the Police Academy stunt show. So if you allow me, I'll walk you through this situation. Please. 
<laughs> I said situation. Yeah, you did say situation. <laughs> if you'll allow me, I'll walk you through the situation. I can already tell it's going to be like I was there. <laughs> sure. So, like all good rides, yes. the experience starts when you're in the queue. Oh, my God. Does it ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Just looking at other people in front of you, going, "How'd that guy get in front of me?" He's bloody what? This Maybe guy. I should have shelled out for the for the fast part. This this guy doesn't deserve to be in front of me. Look <laughs> at this guy; he's just he's taking selfies all the time. I'm sick to death of this guy. I got my kids with me. Why can't I? Why can't I go ahead? I have my life. <laughs> anyway, starts in the line. Incredible. Uh, you see the Cyberdyne Interactive Network computer setup talking to you, or Sin for short. Oh, they're ahead of us. You get it. They're talking about the latest Cyberdyne innovations, right? So they're still around despite being exploded in Terminator 2. They probably had a West Coast building as well. Absolutely. Or an East did. Coast building. They had an East Coast building because Terminator 2 sat on the West Coast. Exactly. Or they had a Middle America Cyberdyne system. Well, they had a basement they didn't get. Like yep. at the end of Terminator Genesis, I didn't sit through the credits. Is that what happened at the end? There's something in the basement. Fantastic, yeah. yeah. And then when you get inside, uh, you're in the Miles Dyson commemorative theatre. Okay, sure. You remember him from the movies, right? Yeah, that's right. Miles Dyson. Is there, a, is there a statue of him holding like a, like a weight <laughs> over the top of a detonator? <laughs> And it's a gold and it's a gold statue, just like a bust, and he's holding it. But he's not out of breath; he's smiling. Yeah, that's he's having right. a good time yeah. with it. Yeah. <laughs> and if you push your button, he goes, "I'm having a good time with this." <laughs> then the promotional video, which talks all about Cyberdyne and the, the great things that they're doing, uh, which also has a Shaq cameo. Oh yes, it was the night in character as Shaq. I believe so. The yes, basketball player. That's right. Uh, it's interrupted by John uh, and Sarah Connor, who are like. Don't believe the, the lies or whatever. There's Terminators every day. <laughs> you thought we got them? Trust me, we didn't. We're, we're going to shoot. We, we're gonna, we've got a T-shirt cannon. We're going to give everybody a T-shirt that says Terminators every day. <laughs> Watch out. So it's also in these moments where they introduced the T-70, which is like the first mm. bipedal Terminator machine. We yeah. get something kind of like that in Terminator Salvation. It's just like a, a blocky robot that's kind uh-huh. of waves its arms around in mm-hmm. the in the in the Miles Dyson commemorative explosion theater. And then it's that point where the T one thousand enters to kill John and Sarah Connor. But the great thing about it is there's no continuity in terms of why is anybody dressed exactly like they were in the movies. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Why are any of these characters back? The, yep. It seems to be the exact T one thousand in the exact cop slash helmet situation. Yeah. Arnold appears to be the same Terminator from Terminator 2. He's in the same clothes. But repaired? Yes, I guess. Because he's not, like, missing an arm. And, and is, Wait, is this, a, is this a... Time travel. But is this an in-between call? Is this set ah. Is this set during Terminator 2? You know what? It might be an in-between call because they did cut out that large section of the movie where John Connor suddenly became 17 years old and much taller. <laughs> That's right, yes. But then they took that out for and the final edit. And then he put on a bandana and a leather jacket so he was like a mini Terminator. <laughs> this is a real Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal skull situation he's become a real mutt in this oh he certainly has yeah and it's at that point uh in the stage show this is what you've seen because the video is available on youtube Mm. where you jump into the future yes again breaking the laws of the terminator universe they just they go they come out of the time portal fully clothed yep on a motorcycle get your motor running john connor's like where are we and arnold's like the future you probably could have figured that out john connor i mean (laughs) your whole whole life's been building up to this (laughs) moment actually so yeah this is good because this is this is this gives us press precedent, genuine canonical precedent for the 
TV show, The Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yes. And Terminator Genesis, where they go forward in time. That's very People true, like, well, yeah. they've never gone forward in time, have they? So it's not, it's not very logical. Well, guess what? They did it in Terminator 2, the 3D experience. And this time they did it fully clothed. That's right. With a motorcycle. I would have been funnier if they'd ended up nude, though. Just nude on a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, <absolutely. laughs> Two t- men nude on a motorcycle. Just tumble out <laughs> of the time portal, yeah. This is the point in my notes where I've just written... He's got so many, but I don't know what reference. So you clearly, you, you passed out. I bit, must in have, In the middle yeah. of the sentence. It might be the bit where he keeps cocking the gun inexplicably. Could be, yep. All he right. just keeps doing it. Because, you yep. know, he does it a couple times in T2 and it looks cool. But in this, they're just like, how many times can we work this into this seven-minute clip show that we've yeah, made? Right. Yeah. Uh, he learned the trick. He's not going to learn another trick. So. Yes. Oh, I don't know if I pointed this out earlier, but you mentioned that why not just get a guy that looks like Arnold or whatever. And that was or the initial idea. Yeah, exactly. And that was the initial idea. But for the stage show portions of it, they, they have, really got Arnold Schwarzenegger. They got him back. Oh my god, he's still doing it. <laughs> he's not in good shape anymore. He hates it. Mm-hmm. Bad contracts in the nineties, man. That's right. What do you do? No, they got stage actors to do those roles. Okay, so they kind of cover them up with sunglasses and hats and bandanas and such. Sure, so yeah. you, you can't really tell in this in the stage version. They couldn't get Arnold Schwarzenegger, but they were like, okay, the T eight hundred showed up at like a, like a church and they had to dress him as like an old Italian nonna. <laughs> <laughs> He's just covered in just scarves and robes. Infiltration. Yeah, for sure. I get it, yeah. Uh-huh. There is some new law uh, that's dropped into this for one time travel forward in clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, T7. That's how it works. That's right. In, 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 the t- in the Terminator universe, if you go back in time, you lose your clothes. If you go forward in time, you keep gaining more clothes. <laughs> so if you're like, hmm, is it time to build my new summer wardrobe? I'll just go through time. And yeah, easy done, yeah. So some of the new law is uh, the T70 is mentioned. Little drones? Yeah, there are little 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 drones drones? with little guns hanging off the bottom. Not too bad, I don't mind that. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Skynet Pyramid, which is based loosely off uh, the Blade Runner Pyramid. Mm -hmm, Also, the final boss in this is the T-1 million, which is a big... T one thousand. What what what's bigger though? <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's a bit of a spider octopus kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of expecting the final boss to be like one of those ping pong ball paddles with the ball <laughs> on it with his, with a rubber. Oh, there's so on much it. of that. So it could be like it's coming right at us. Way better. I watched a whole bunch of behind the scenes stuff on this, and James Cameron basically says, "Look, the idea is to not make the audience feel like they're being poked in the face the entire time, but at the same time." It's sort of the point of this entire thing. I mean, I watched this in 2D and I really did feel poked in the face. Absolutely, Every 10 seconds. Yeah. Oh, remember the bit when the skull went up to the camera? Yeah. Some of the best. Can you imagine the iterations of the T-1000 between 1000 and a million? What's in there? That's a really good question. Do you turn into a, a car? And an old Italian nonna? <laughs> a cow? Old Greek nonna? <laughs> yeah, sure. Variations on different nonnas. A giant Greek nonna? <laughs> mm-hmm. Stan Winston came back for this, you can probably tell, because it looks quite good. It falls down in the scripting department. Yeah, boy, does it. But I think Again, all, how did, why did he sign, why did Cameron sign off I think because, like you said, it's like a pantomime stage show for kids and you do the catchphrases and you do the gun flip and he's on the motorbike but and this, whatever. But I'm like, but how did they sell him on this? You know what I mean? Well, they went to the, him. The thing that you did, but much worse. Well, they went to him with the storyboards and I think the 3D element of it oh, intrigued yeah, him, right, okay. which he held on to and went, maybe I'll just only make 3D movies in the future mm-hmm. when I travel to the future and get that's more right. clothes on the way. Mm-hmm. It's 3D movies all the way to my grave, baby. Okay, yeah. <laughs> all right, maybe that's it. Yeah, that, that makes some element of sense. Yeah. But And then he just went, okay, then do whatever you want. I don't need to see a script. Well, it was three weeks of night shoots to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. So it does, it looks expensive for the most part. I mean, they clearly put a lot of money into concrete and dust. That's true, yeah. Uh, mm. and, and nighttime. Bandanas. Bandanas, mm. certainly, yeah. And there's moments where, like, the CGI drones 
go over some rubble and some dust kicks up. So it's nice little kind of attention to detail. That's an element of practical being worked in with CGI, Mason. Do you get it? I get, I get things, yeah. yes. Anyway, do you want to know the cost of this? Yes. $60 million. Good Lord. The largest uh, of its kind. T2 itself cost $100 million. And that movie's like two hours long. So this, this mm. costs $60 million. Yes. And the video portion is like eight minutes long, maybe. Correct, yes. Wow. Uh, so... At the time, it runs for like 12-ish minutes. It's the most expensive film per minute, or it was at the time, ever made, if you can believe that. Can't believe it. And also the cheapest pantomime <laughs> ever made? <laughs> it may very well be. Okay, so I talked at the start about how I'd seen some of this in the past. Mm-hmm. I want you to all to cast your mind back to the year 1999. Did this end up at your high school or something like that? <laughs> some of those situations? No. So I We're saw... here to teach you kids that drugs are bad. Here's the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> so in 1999... There was this movie that came to Australia and around the world. It was called Encounter in the Third Dimension. Okay, sure. And the way they sold this, I saw it on television. That Sounds, was, it smells an awful lot like edutainment, but all right. There is elements of that for oh. sure. But it just takes a whole lot of different 3D things from different 3D rides and experiences and whatever oh, and whatnot yeah, right. and mashes it together. And they sold it on T2 3D, the ride is going to be in it. And uh-huh. I'm like, absolutely. They sh- they even showed like the movie uh, They Terminator- showed the movie Terminator 2 in its entirety, <laughs> Watching this. No, they showed elements of the movie in it. So I'm like, okay, we're at least going to get some T-1000 liquid metal situation. Yeah. Maybe we'll get the scene where the, the woman spears her husband through the face <laughs> and through the fridge. <laughs> Maybe that'll be in this ride for children. All right. But what it ended up being was, when I saw this, was a mad scientist talking about how 3D works and the, the experience of theatre and how theatres evolve. Are you sure he was mad? <laughs> he sounds very sensible. Sure. Okay. Well, what he was trying to do, though... 3D works is you get cats and you put them in a meat grinder. <laughs> That's how it works. That's a mad scientist. This guy sounds like a regular scientist. Okay. Well, he's got a flying assistant robot. So That's about that. mad. And also, the premise of this movie... No one cares about this. I but can. the premise of this movie is that he's trying to revive Elvira? Mistress of the Dark. <laughs> yes, correct. And she can only be revived by watching and being educated about 3D movies? I guess so. And there's probably a 20-second moment in this movie where you see the T1 million and it just kind of pokes at you through the screen. And I'm like... This is the biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever uh-huh. been conned into mm-hmm. in my entire life. So that is my experience with T2 3D. Did Elvira come back? Yeah, at the end. How was she looking? The same. I don't. I don't. Nice. Know. I didn't. I don't care. Oh wow. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's a stage show. What do you, what do you want? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not. There's ter- a little bit. Of, there's a little bit of gunfire going yeah. on. That's pretty impressive. There's some squibs. Yeah. There's some kicking up dust. There's some great Stan Winston real Terminator skeletons. Yep. Skeletons, please. Skeletons, thank you. Yeah. It's fine for what it is, right? For the first real Terminator three. Well, I guess in that sense, absolutely yes. Yeah. Again, mystifying, but yeah. The thing is, do though, you think they should bring it back? Do you think they should do a Terminator Dark Fate, the three D experience? Okay, well, here's educational the- <laughs> viewing for children here's the and thing. for selling products. Sure. Uh, so they actually closed this down and replaced it with Despicable Me Minion Mayhem. Before that happened, in some regions, it was updated for 2015's Terminator Genesis. Oh my goodness! Including the removal of the Shack cameo. Ah. Oh. I know, right? Was LeBron or who is it? I don't think it's anybody anymore. It's disappointing. Anyways, this is the real Terminator 3. But if you want to come back soon, we're going to be covering the real Terminator 3 in Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles. And we will continue to cover every Terminator 3 (laughs) for all time. Because they'll never stop making them. That's right. This trilogy of Terminator 3s is really wearing me down, I'm going to be honest. (laughs) 
It's all right. There's only three more to go. <laughs> I guess. There's always three more to go. <laughs> that's, that's right. Anyways, uh, this has been Caravan of Garbage. We do this every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday. You want to swing around next week? Hit a subscribe and bloody come back for it. We don't mind. Don't mind at all. We'll have your company. What's your favourite Terminator 2D, 3D, the, the stage show production? Not the thing we just watched, <laughs> i tell you that much. <laughs> I mean, it's the only one, but it's probably that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is this good? Did you see it? Is it good? I can't tell. Did you make it? <laughs> Are you that guy? Is James Cameron listening to this? Why, James Cameron? If you played the mad scientist in that educational <laughs> video, hit us up. And I hate you. Anyway, we also have a podcast called The Weekly Planet where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. Of course, we've got an episode coming up on Terminator. The real Terminator 3, Dark mm, Fate. That's right. But also, every week, every Monday morning, we talk... The news of the week. We pick a topic. We go for it, don't we? We absolutely go for it. Uh, listen to it on the way to work. Listen to it on the way to school. Listen to it while you're... Hurtling through time into the future? That's exactly right. Do it before you're buried under a mountain of sweaters. <laughs> Anyways, I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. See you guys at a different time. Grab that jammy, guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.